Hey there, and welcome to Between the Lines. I'm your host, Aaron Begley, and this is the podcast where we have a conversation where we look between the lines of the message from Sunday. And uh, we just want to thank all of you for listening, subscribing, liking, sharing these videos. It means so much to us, and we're so grateful um, that this could be a resource for you to encourage you throughout um, the week. Uh, This past Sunday was the first Sunday of the new Mm -hmm. year, and uh, it's 2021. I'm sure some of you are so excited that we've left. 2020 in the rearview mirror, hopefully. <laughs> and uh, Sunday morning, uh, Pastor Chris White brought an incredible message, and he is my guest here today. And so we've reversed roles again here yep. in different yep. seats here. And so it's good to have you with us today. How's your day going? Going good, going good. We had staff meeting today, so we all got together and yep. uh, had a good day so far. Yeah. So it's and great. We got some improvements going on yeah. in the building. You know, people have to wait and see again. I know. You know? Yeah, so, we got some so changes happening. Changes are happening and stuff like that. So that's always awesome and exciting mm-hmm. to see. So, how was your Christmas and New Year? So it's we've actually had a break. Like, yeah, we first, have. There's like, been a week off, I yes. think, of no podcast. Exactly. So, so. Yeah, Christmas was great. We had a good time. Kind of mm-hmm. quiet this year. I think it was that way, like for most people. Yeah. Uh, but we spent time as a family and kind of you know had a good time. It was yeah. enjoyable. We had Chinese food instead of, I know I said before that we normally go to Japanese Okay, you know you the state. We changed it up. We so, ordered in, got Chinese food. Where for did dinner. you get your Chinese food from? Great Wall in Lancaster. It's Great Wall Chinese restaurant in okay. Lancaster. It's across from the hospital. Yeah. If you're watching, it is the best Chinese. That's food. That's the best in, Chinese yeah, food in Lancaster. I think so. I believe so. We don't have many choices. We don't. Either, right. We don't. So I mean, it's kind of a kind of a little bit of an issue there and stuff like that. Yeah. So anything different you did for Christmas with it being different? Yeah. So kinda... we actually we did something um, where we we did a scavenger hunt for the gifts, which we've never okay. done before. So that was kind of fun so we like hit everybody's gifts if they don't find we, it do you get to take it back that's like, what i was that, hoping like you know for. like kind of that would be kind of a i game was like yeah <laughs> So. But no, we hit everybody's gifts and we had like a chalkboard with like marks on it. So you counted how many you got. So that was fun. The awesome. kids enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. Awesome. The awesome. dogs enjoyed it. They found some gifts before we did. Did so they really? Was, yeah. Wow. But, but they didn't open them. So we were good. You were we, good we, on we that? We were able to stop like that. So that. It was definitely a different Christmas, wasn't it? It you was. Know, I, I'm it sure was. people had to do virtual Christmases mm-hmm. and different things like that. We we did some virtual stuff with our family. Uh, we did a, um, on the Saturday after, not on Christmas, we did a, a light, like a scavenger lights okay. thing or whatever. So uh-huh. we all, we kind of FaceTimed before we started. Okay. And then uh, we all went out in our own communities and did a scavenger hunt with lights and okay. took pictures and stuff. Then we uploaded them into like a family album and we kind of, nice. you know, see who won. Or that's creative. Like, like that. that's, so, that's cool. And it was my sister-in-law. Like, I can't, okay. like I didn't okay. do you anything didn't take for credit. it. Like, you know, like building up to it. I'm like, I don't even want to go do this. And then we, we had a good time. The boys had fun driving around in the subdivision and that's awesome. pulling in people's houses and running mm. out in front and stuff like that. So cool. I have determined uh-huh. That we've taken the angels out of the Christmas story. I could not find They're an angel. Nowhere, like, right? like, in our, like we have, we live in the big subdivision. Was that one of the items you had? Yeah, to I needed find? an angel, and I'm like, why is there no angels? Uh, and uh, and then the other difficult, the two difficult ones, I couldn't mm-hmm. find. We need them in the subdivision. If somebody's listening, they can let me know if they have one. Um, we need to find a Buddy the Elf, and I couldn't um, find a blow up Buddy the Elf. Is that a thing? The, it is a thing. Apparently. Like there's people that have blow up Buddy the Elf, and then the the leg lamp. Oh, and there was the no leg, leg lamps lamp. that I found in our. In our I feel like so. I've seen a leg lamp yeah. though, but like, yeah, I don't think in our subdivision I saw one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll I'll add that to my. You'll add that to, to your list. You know, if you can make sure that they're up there next year, be like, hey, you, know, you can so, stop by my yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. No, I stop by. You're a little lacking <laughs> on like the decorations for the scavenger. Very hunt. classic. Yeah, very yeah there was nothing I could use, man. I was highly disappointed. in Told you, white lights, white lights. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was very. Our whole cul-de-sac was a little like it was. Yeah, little, I mean, yeah. you guys were kind of depressing up there, like on the hill there where you guys live at. You know, like watch the top it, Mister Projector. Oh, light. Is that, watch okay. it. <laughs> 
<laughs> what about New Year's? Did you have a good New Year's? We did. We did. Yeah. My wife and I actually got to get away a little bit. Awesome. So we took a couple of days and just kind of went up to Columbus and ate a lot of unhealthy food at restaurants. But it was good. good. We enjoyed it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Nice Make any New food. Year's resolutions? Yeah, so I always make this resolution every year. So I, I don't know if it's good or bad. So but it's the like, same one? So have you, completed, always, have you ever completed it? Let's hear so it. Yeah. I always want to read more books. Like okay. I always have a goal to read uh-huh. more books. So I did, I, I read more books this past year than okay. I normally, but I still didn't read as many as I want okay. to. I want to, I like to try and get to like a book a week, which sounds like a that's a lot yeah. of books, um, but I think I could do it. So that's my goal is to try and get okay. to that. So right here, officially <laughs> on the podcast, if your goal is to read more, more books than you did last year. How many books did you read last year? I read seven books last awesome. year. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So to complete it mm-hmm. in 2022, when we come back to the <laughs> you podcast, to you need to read eight books, man. And so now we know it's so, on the record. It's on the like, record. You, you feel come the pressure. Back. I do. Feel I'm the like, pressure. I'm like, I mean, even if it's like the week before and you have to read like I said eight I want books. to read one every week, yeah, yeah. but I, I just have to get eight. Okay. <laughs> at, least, at least eight. You know? I mean, go for the high goal, but at least if you get eight, you can say you uh, I did kind of more than that, last year. That yeah, resolution. Yeah. Here's the problem. If that's your mm-hmm. resolution every year. What's up? Well, read more books. Yeah. If you read 52 this year. At some point, you can't get more than that. Well, no. Or you have to be reading like one a day or, you know, like, you know, 100 books a year or whatever. No, no, no. I think if I can start doing a book a week, then I think the the resolution will change. I'll just continue it on. I'll do that. that. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome or whatever. Well, hopefully people are making some resolutions and stuff like that, you know. Uh, I'm sometimes I make some sometimes I like more mine is just more probably like like this year I was just there's just a lot of this area just Mm. discipline in general in some areas Mm -hmm. you know and so there's some specific areas that you know I kind of want to see that happen and things like that but I think it's just that consistency and hopefully Mm -hmm. some people are making some resolutions um, you know making some spiritual resolutions inside their life of what they want to see take place and happen and and asking God for some things we had a great prayer night actually we did Uh, we shoot this on Tuesday so Monday so Monday we had a great prayer night Mm -hmm. and if you're listening Listening, uh, we'd encourage you to come out next month, uh, first Monday of every month, of every right. month, yeah. six thirty. Make that a resolution. Uh, that's it. You that's know, make it a one. discipline. Uh, mm-hmm. Make it something that we kind of make as a rhythm in our life. But it, it, it was awesome. Hey, let's um, let's kind of jump into the message from okay. from Sunday a little bit. You did a great job sharing it, and you talked mm-hmm. Sunday about kindness, mm-hmm. and you talked about kind of some things that kindness unlocks inside mm-hmm. of our lives, and and some things that'll make happen in our lives for us. And so, let me just kind of start here, like what. What mm-hmm. led you to the topic of kindness coming into the new year? What mm-hmm. was it something that sparked inside of you? What, where did you kind of get, lean into that a little bit? Yeah. So on is like, you know, I knew I was teaching for a few weeks ahead of that. And I was really, I think I'd actually sent you a different topic. That you I did send me a different about. topic at one I point. I said, hey, I'm going to talk about this. Uh-huh. But like uh, just through prayer leading into that week, it just was something that God really laid on my heart personally. And I noticed uh-huh. a lot of times when God begins to like lay those things on my heart, as I begin to study into them, he just unlocks these different things that are like, hey, yeah. this is important for us as a whole yeah and so um i was just excited i really felt that was the direction to go and it's just kind of where i felt like we needed to hear not just our congregation but like as a whole i think we just need to understand kindness is a necessity inside of our life well and and honestly like a lot of times the 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 best messages really do just come out of Mm -hmm. a lot of the life experiences personal ways that god's Mm -hmm. speaking inside of our lives and sometimes he's speaking to us in personal ways you know if you you know as communicators of the gospel um and sometimes it is congregationally you know Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but uh, you know, I think that's something that he just kind of urges inside of yeah. the way the Holy Spirit plants it in there. Um, and so you kind of let us do this talk on some of these things that kindness unlocks. Mm-hmm. And, and I will just preface this before we get into it. Like all I could think about, so on New Year's, we we did an escape room. You okay. ever done, have you okay. ever done an escape room? I have. 
You have done an escape we room. We won too. I just, I just you, 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 you made it out of the we room. We made it out of the so room. So you must you have been like on the level easy or oh, something <laughs> like that. So yeah, so like all I could think about when you were talking about things that kind of, so, we uh-huh. didn't make it out of the escape room on New Year's. Like it was a bad start kind of to like the New Year. So for, you didn't for, unlock for, it. You didn't make it. Well, we, there, and I don't know how, I've never done an escape room before. Okay, and okay. so this escape room, there was all these boxes you had to uh-huh. unlock, you yes. know. And so the final box we did not unlock, you mm-hmm. know, inside of it. So hopefully when it comes to kindness for everybody, mm-hmm. we're unlocking some of these things That's inside right. of our That's lives, right. you know. But you gave us four things, and what I want to do just for a few moments today is kind mm-hmm. of unpack these four points and really look at how can we really make this applicable for people, mm-hmm. you know, because what we always say around here is, you know, if all we do is hear the word, but yeah. we do not apply it on mm-hmm. Monday um, after we've heard it, then it doesn't really do any good for us, you know. Yeah. And so we always want to be looking at how do we take what we've heard mm-hmm. and how do we take what God's laying inside of our heart and how do we actually get some very tangible steps to apply it inside of our lives. And so you gave us four things that kindness unlocks. You said that mm-hmm. kindness unlocks our schedules, it unlocks our generosity, mm-hmm. it unlocks our friendship, and it unlocks the consideration of others. And so can you kind of, let's let's kind of break these down yeah. and maybe talk about um, what those things are again and maybe some very practical ways that people can do that. So the first yeah. was kind, kindness unlocks our schedules. So talk to us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, so like this one's, a, this one's a big one for me. And, you know, when, when looking at the story, we looked at the story of uh, blind Bartimaeus yeah. and like Jesus taking the time to stop. You know, he had things to do. You had these people, you know, kind of yelling at blind Bartimaeus, like, hey, he's busy. Um, but he stopped and he approached him and, you know, we brought healing to this man. But I think a lot of times when you look at kindness, like in our life, mm-hmm. I think our schedule gets in the way. I yeah. think it becomes an excuse for us. And, yeah. you know, I, you and I have talked about this before. Like we live in a time where everybody's busy, mm-hmm. right? We all have like, if it's not our schedules with work, it's our kids' schedules mm-hmm. with games or with sport or, you know, whatever it is that they've got going on. And so I think sometimes we let our schedules dictate our life instead of us dictating our schedule. Yeah, And I I think sometimes that can be a very hard thing. And so we, we miss out on opportunities that I think God puts in front of us to be kind. Yeah. Um, you know, I heard a pastor say this one time that you, you have to schedule sometimes the, the room and the gap in your, in your schedule to be able to be generous and to be able to be kind to people. Um, and that's kind of a, that's a different concept for us. Mm -hmm. Um, because we're so, we just want to fill it with things to do, right? Like this has got to be. And so when we end up, when we end up scheduling that gap, it's like, well, there's nothing there, but I think we just have to trust God to go, you know what, I'm going to leave that space so that I have this opportunity yeah. to really be kind and yeah. to help people. And so, I mean, I think when you talk about kindness, unlocking our schedules, I mean, how we manage our time is important, you know, mm-hmm. and what we do need to see inside of it. And hopefully as we walk into a new year, um, I think two things for, you know, that kind of like stuck out to me about it is one, when we talk about unlocking, that there's margin, you know, mm-hmm. that we need to be putting inside of our lives, you know, yeah. and, and that analogy is, you know, you look at that piece of paper that you wrote on in school, mm-hmm. what it always have, it had, it had margin. margin. You know, and the space you could you could fill out all to Mm -hmm. the edge, but when you got done with that paper, it's it's overloaded, it's Uh crammed. And if in our life we haven't left any margin, um, we're not going to be able to show that kindness to other people, and we're not going to be able to step into moments that that really God's leading us into Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so kindness does begin to unlock our schedule. And I guess the other thing that I was even thinking about is I hope that as we've come out of a challenging year Mm -hmm. where everything came to a halt, yes. you know, and yeah. we all of a sudden found ourselves having some more time um, <laughs> mm-hmm. that we don't just go back though as mm-hmm. we as we start, you know, coming out of this thing just to go on, okay, like I had the downtime now let me put yeah, everything back in my schedule. Up, like yeah. I find myself quickly already uh-huh. like yeah. the natural drift, the natural uh-huh. tendency. I don't know if this is how you feel, yeah. but like I, I, I mean, I quickly saw how Mm-hmm. Just fill it, fill it, fill, fill it, it, up. fill it, yeah. fill it. Yeah. But if there's anything that maybe hopefully 2020 taught us mm-hmm. inside of that 
is there we need some space you yeah. know and there's some space that we need inside of our life for some good things and you know hopefully we're being kind in the to others and that yeah and i think like coming out of 2020 like that was one of the biggest things that you know i took away we took some time i think it was back in november and we talked mm -hmm. about things that we'd already learned through 2020 in the process yeah. and one of the things that um you know i talked about was that I had learned the need to make time more intentional time with family. Like, yeah. you know, we, there was very few years up until this past year that we always ate dinner together as a family because mm -hmm. between my wife's schedule or mine or whatever yeah. we had going on. And so in 2020, that became like a rhythm for us. We were almost always sitting down and eating, you know, dinner yeah. together. And so, um, but making that, you know, like you said, making margin and creating that time is such an important thing. Um, and I think it does, like when we talk about kindness and, uh, you know, Know, it unlocking our schedule. I think it's us being willing, even in moments, right? Yeah. Even in these moments of like, maybe we do have things to do, but there's this person who needs, you know, needs us to listen, or there's this person at work who needs us to be an encouragement to the, to, to them mm -hmm. learning to say, you know what? I do have them. I'm going to make the margin in my schedule yeah. right now yeah. and trust that God's going to take care of the rest. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like trust that he's going to handle it. You know, if you're going to be late to an appointment, like it's going to be okay. Like, you know, that doesn't need to be a rhythm in our life, but like creating this idea of like, I'm going to be willing to take time to be kind. Cause that's important. Yeah. And that, that's so, that's so good there. Um, you also talked about kindness unlocks our generosity mm -hmm. and uh, generosity really is a, a core value here um, yeah. at the church. We, we understand that, everything we have comes from God mm -hmm. and that he was so generous to us. And so we want to be a people that kind of mirror that back out, you yeah. know, in, inside of generosity. Um, and so kind of talk about how you see kindness unlocking mm -hmm. generosity inside of our life. Yeah, and so it's interesting. Um, my son uh, sat through second service on Sunday, and uh -huh. so he listened to me speak. So we got to talking about it. It's always interesting when your kids kind of hear it something, is, right? Like, it you is, know, it like is. It, so it gives you a whole new perspective. It does, sometimes. it does. And so he brought up, we were talking about generosity, and uh -huh. he's talking about giving, and he, like he's starting to get an allowance this year. And so he's like, how much do I have to get? You know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so it was gave us the opportunity to talk about how God has given us everything that we have. And it really is changing the perspective of, like, God's given us all of our talent. God's given us our skills. God's given us these gifts. Like, mm -hmm. he's given us our finances. And so what he's done is he's given us this to manage, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we choose to be kind with what God has given us, mm -hmm. then it does unlock this generosity because now it's not so self-driven, right? Where yeah, oh, I've got to make I've got to make myself wealthier. I've got to have all these things in my yep. life. But now it's like, God, you've given me this so that I can expand your kingdom and that I can help others mm -hmm. see who you are, and all of a sudden you're managing it differently, yeah. right? And so then you manage with a generous heart because now you're like how instead of it being, you know, I remember being young and just my mind says like how much do I have to give, right? Mm -hmm. And now it becomes how much do I have the ability to give? Mm -hmm. How much, you know, can I give to this? Yeah. And it really kind of changes your mindset yeah. about it. And, and generosity, I mean, that marks people forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I mean, I can tell you, I can, I can remember events just where people have been generous to me or, yes. you know, inside mm -hmm. of my life or whatever, or like, you know, stepped into a situation and, and went above and beyond, you know, in, in so many mm -hmm. different areas, not even just in financial, yeah. you know, sides yeah. of it or whatever. And you, you, you always remember those things, mm -hmm. you know? And so, when we're kind to people, you know, it does, it, it kind of breeds this culture of generosity inside mm -hmm. of our own life. And, um, I think even you just talking about like Jake and stuff like that, you know, maybe a challenge, you know, practical steps, you mm -hmm. know I mean? I think an encouragement I would have is if you are a parent watching, yeah. how are you, one, how are you modeling that for your kids yes. first mm -hmm. and foremost, because you can't ask your kids to do something that you're, you're not, not doing, doing yourself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's the challenge why we don't teach our kids generosity uh, <laughs> because we're like, our hearts we're haven't been unlocked. It, yeah. We have not unlocked yeah. that inside of our lives uh -huh. in the 
first place. Um, but if you have, you know, how are we replicating that in the lives of our kids? How are we mm-hmm. starting to teach them those generosity principles? I had a family um, probably before December call me and mm-hmm. um, they were telling me about something that they've done with their kids in, you know, doing kind of the live, save and give type deal. Mm-hmm. And so all year long they had um, saved. Mm-hmm. And um, and so they were wanting to look at maybe trying to help support some of our missionaries here at the church and cool. be able to have their kids give that back into them. And mm-hmm. it was cool. They were telling me that they were doing a challenge with them and, and said, hey, if you will even take some even more than what you had saved and mm-hmm. or more than what was supposed to be given because they did yeah. like a 10 percent and you took a little bit of your savings, mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to match and double, you oh, know, awesome, like man. everything else out of it. And, mm-hmm. and we're trying to teach them these principles about how man, it, it just goes further and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, and so like as soon as they were sharing that, I me, mean, I just got excited, you yeah. know, and because they're they're breeding into them generosity, mm-hmm. but they're not asking them to do something that, that they weren't doing. even willing to, mm-hmm. you know, to do themselves. So like, hey, this is who we are as a family, you know, yeah. and that goes a long ways, it you does. know. And so when yeah. we talk about practical steps of these types of things, man, mm-hmm. there's some very practical and real ways that you can develop this in your families. Mm-hmm. You can develop this in your kids. And mm-hmm. man, it's going to unlock something inside of you when you're kind yeah. to others and you give out of that. Mm-hmm. You're going to find that God, one, I think you find yeah. that he returns it to you in so oh, many yeah. ways. Yeah. Um, but, man, it, it unlocks something in your spirit. It's something interesting, too. The story I shared was about Peter and John yeah. at the gate. And, like, what they're generous with in this story isn't their finances, right? Exactly. It is. It's their. It's what God has anointed them to do. It's the spiritual gift that he's placed mm-hmm. inside their life. And that's what they're generous with. Exactly. And we see this guy become, you know, come delivered and set free. And, you mm-hmm. know, so who knows how many lives his story impacted that he went and told, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, in church culture, we get on generosity and we, we all get caught up on finances, right? Mm-hmm. And that is a part of it, and that's a huge part of it, but it's so much more than that. We teach this in Growth Track, actually, and that, you know, generosity is being generous with your talents and mm-hmm. your gifts, because uh, I think when we get caught up and kind of pigeonholed on the finances, we start to say, well, I just don't have, I don't have as much money as I'd like to have to be able to do so much. And so just knowing that God's given you everything that you need mm-hmm. to be generous in. And, you know, what I found in my life is that when I'm generous, in every aspect, when I'm generous in my talents, when I'm generous in my spiritual gifts and being there for people, yep. God unlocks other things that I want to be generous with, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Yeah, like it starts giving me financial freedom to do that, but you just have to live that example out in your life and be kind. And I think it will unlock that inside of us. Yeah. We as a church, one of the big things, that's what we want. We want to see people live extreme generosity, but it's not just in their finances. Yeah. It's in that whole part of their life. You mm-hmm. know, this is you were talking about. We want them to be generous with their time, their talents. But money is a part of that too, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so we always are going to push in that, and you know, and kindness does begin to unlock generosity mm-hmm. when we're kind to people. We can't help but be generous. Like, yeah. I think it kind of goes, you know, kind of twofold hand with hand, that yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, the third thing you talked about is kindness unlocks our friendships, mm-hmm. and uh, people people long for community. Yes, and um, I think there's a principle here we can really learn sometimes because mm-hmm. some of those are like, oh, I saw how many friends. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we need to under maybe maybe we need to ask another question. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't we? <laughs> you know? have and maybe that's like Why? a really mm-hmm. um, kind of sticks some people in some areas. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, that that kind of hits home. But yeah, it's it's hard. And you know, I, honestly, I went back and forth about talking about this and like mm-hmm. the story that you know of, of David and Jonathan that we kind of went through in the Bible. Just like the whole basis of their friendship is on kindness, yeah. right? Is like jo- Jonathan finds David as a friend early on mm-hmm. and like is kind to him despite 
despite his dad Saul not being kind to David. Yeah. And then you just see this kind of throughout the story of their life. Like there's always this back and forth of like David helping Jonathan and Jonathan helping David. And so, um, but I think when you look at it, it really does break down friendships as a whole for us. Mm-hmm. Like if you think of the friendships that you have in your life, and I yeah. think of the friendships I have in my life, many of them are built on moments of kindness. Like sure. either, you know, I, I reached out to someone and was kind to them or they reached out to me mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there was this, this spark that kind of caused a conversation that led to a friendship. And I do think um, many times we, we get, you know, we get back to that mindset of like all about ourself yep. and then we, we get in this frustration of, well, like, you know, I can't be friends with this person cause they, they, you know, they do things differently mm-hmm. than I do, but we're not kind to people. Yeah. And if we're not kind, we're, no one's going to become friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think we have to understand that in order for us to unlock these friendships inside of our life, we have to start on kindness. Yeah. And, you know, even if it's that you're the one taking the initial step, you know, and we, this kind of leads into the next one that we talked about of like uh-huh. doing unto us others as you would have them do unto you. Right. Um, but understanding that, you know, when you are kind and you choose to be kind to people, you may unlock some of the greatest friendships in your life, but you got to start with the kindness. And I think that that is, it's a hard thing for us to learn, but it's, you know, I, I want to, friendships start with kindness mm-hmm. but i think they're probably they're also sustained with it yeah, cultivated you know, like, by, I yeah, mean, yeah, you know yeah. because like you know as, as you develop those things we, we've probably all been in some friendships that sometimes maybe eventually mm. felt like one-sided though too yes you know yeah. and you're like uh uh-huh. like, you know it feels like all i'm doing is giving into these things uh-huh. and yet there may be some friendships in some seasons where you do feel like you're giving that's the kindness mm-hmm. that you're showing but yeah. if you don't ever kind of reciprocate that yeah. then eventually you're kind of going is this a friendship or what yeah. is what is yeah. this you know and i think we've probably all had some friendships over the years where it's like we're not that close anymore mm-hmm. or whatever and i bet you some of it if you were to kind of get yeah, very practical you mm-hmm. would probably say somewhere in this somebody got mean or hurtful you know, or, yeah, spiteful yeah. or you yeah. know hateful inside of that and instead of showing kindness in these moments mm-hmm. it kind of wrecked the friendship you know yes. instead of building a solid foundation in yeah. that friendship and I think this even you know we talk about friendships but I think this spills into so many different relationships is just kindness you know I think about it with me as a as a husband and a father mm-hmm. right and you know as a son is choosing to be kind in moments because you know when, when you live with someone and you're in that relationship that's so intimate and so close right yeah. um, there you see every side of every individual yep. and I think a lot of times Times, you know, especially in a marriage and, you know, even parenting kids, it's a give and a take. And I think it's us choosing to be kind in as many moments as we possibly yeah. can, right? Choosing to try and see things from their perspective and where they're at and choosing to walk in kindness. And when you do that, it strengthens your relationship. It strengthens your ability to communicate. Yep. Um, and I do think that's just a, you know, I always, I don't always do it well. I'm not sitting here saying yeah. I do this perfectly, but I think I strive to look at that in my own life and go, how can I be kind in this moment? Like maybe I want to react this way, but like, what's the kind thing to do and how do I, you know, show grace and mercy in that. Um, And I think that's just important to do and apply in our life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, we all want friends. We all want that community. Mm -hmm. I think we, we, we show kindness and then I think it's reciprocated back. I talked Mm -hmm. to Landon, I mean, young, you know, like even like going to school, like those first years and you kind Mm -hmm. of, you send your kids off to that. You're like, okay, are they going to make any friends? Like what's going (laughs) to happen? You know? And, uh, and I, I can't tell you how many conversations, you know, and can, kindergarten and first grade I've just had with Landon you know mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll talk about friends or you know who are some of his friends or whatever and then he'll be like well so and so was kind of mean to me today you yeah. know and and I always reciprocate it back I'm always like no matter how mean they are to you bud you just continue to be kind you know yeah. and you know you may not be best friends with everybody but we're going to show kindness to mm-hmm. everyone that we come in contact to and I'm watching him start to understand that you know mm-hmm. and and I think that's the innocence and the purity of like a young mind yeah. like 
he's just kind to everybody right now. Uh, and I want to cultivate yeah. that in his life, yeah. you know, yeah, and yeah. I don't want to see that, you know, um, become something that's not a part of his life, you know? And so mm-hmm. for him, you know, my thing has always been like, you'll, you'll, you'll make the right types of friends mm-hmm. when you're kind to people, yes. you know, yeah. and, 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 and the right types of friends will be those ones who reciprocate that kindness back. Mm-hmm. And those will be the kids that he finds that, man, this is somebody that I, I, I want to do life yes. with, you know? Yeah. So I think that's a way he'll form those friendships. Mm-hmm. And the same is true for us as adults. It is. Know? And so it's very practical. It's very, real show mm-hmm. some kindness and you may see yeah the, may the build some friendships. friendships that you never thought were possible inside yeah. of your life you know the last one that you did kindness unlocks the consideration of others mm-hmm. kind of unpack that a little bit first yeah so the you know this this stems from the the scripture that we call the golden rule yeah. that kind of talks about do unto others as you would have them do unto you and um you know i kind of mentioned in in this message on sunday that sometimes we misquote that and we say you know i want to you know do as a you know do unto others the way they do unto yeah. me right and that's not what it is it's saying as you would want them to do unto you and so understanding how you want to be treated Mm -hmm. is how you should treat others you know we all want to be treated with kindness we all want to be shown love we all want to and so understanding that when you're kind and you choose to put kindness first no matter how somebody treats you like when you choose to be kind no matter what like you are living out that rule inside your life and you're showing the love of christ you know i i made this comment early on the message that kindness is a foundational necessity for being a follower of christ like it is something you have to it's not optional it's not that we can sit here and say well i'm going to be a follower of christ but i'm not going to be kind like in order for us to follow him we have to choose kindness Mm -hmm. and we have to be kind to people and i think when you do that it unlocks this consideration of going instead of walking into a situation Mm-hmm. And going, how am I going to benefit from this? Now you're walking into the situation of how can I benefit the other person? Mm-hmm. How can I help this person? And how can I be the best, you know, individual they can be? And this this goes back to us being, you know, being a Christian by definition is to uh-huh. be Christ-like, yeah. right? And so if we look at how Christ lived his life, he was always in every conversation and every moment was always trying to reflect the love of God to that individual. And I think that's what we have to do. And yeah. he was always like, how can I help them, you yeah. know? And I think that's such an important thing for us to understand is that when we're kind in every moment, we unlock that consideration of other people above ourselves. And I think, you know, um, I love how you just said that, that as a Christ follower, our goal is to be like Christ. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about just even just what we just walked through, um, what was Christ? He was kind to us because he, Mm -hmm. he, um, he unlocked his schedule to to say, I'm going to prefer you over myself. He was generous. Mm -hmm. I mean, with his life (laughs) to to that point, Um, he says, you know, he became a friend to us, you Mm -hmm. know, that would stick closer than a brother. You know I mean? Like that's the language we see in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And then he considered us. Yes over mm-hmm. him, himself you know he was what what do you what do you need as a fallen human being and mm-hmm. i'm going to consider you i mean it sucks because i l- lowered myself to the low level of a servant yes yeah <laughs> because it put put us in the first mm-hmm. place you know and so if we're going to be christ-like right mm-hmm. these are steps yes and kindness is a part of that you know mm-hmm. to be that follower of jesus christ um so good so good stuff uh such great stuff what is one takeaway you want people to remember yeah, just application wise is th- this year as you go, like when you're questioning how to handle every situation that you kind of come in, choose kindness first. Mm-hmm. Like that, if there's a simple, you know, thing to take away from this mm-hmm. is in every every avenue of your life, you know, whether it's work, it's home, it's church, is how can you be kind 
to others mm-hmm. because 90% of the time, if you choose kindness, you're choosing the direction mm-hmm. that reflects Christ. That's good. And so I think if that's anything that you could take away from that, it's always choose kindness. Yeah. Um, and it's almost, it's always a win-win. Yeah. So. so we find ourselves at that crossroad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Run it through that lens. Yeah. Uh, kindness or not. Yep. Choose kindness and it's going to work out it's for gonna you. It's going to work out. Yep. That's awesome. Hey, we just want to say thank you so much, Pastor Chris, for joining us today and for an incredible word on Sunday. Um, thanks for being a part of this podcast with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look forward to our conversations next week as yeah. we are going to be back in the rhythm of every Thursday yeah. uh, being uh, on podcasts and yeah. on YouTube, wherever you're watching us, wherever from, you're, you're listening <laughs> you know, today, uh, wherever yeah. you're at work or whatever. And so we just want to encourage you to subscribe, like, and comment. That means the world to us. Mm-hmm. It helps the, the message to get further. That's right. um, and that's important to us. So share this with your friends and family. We hope that this is a resource that helps you mm-hmm. and inspires you uh, to dive a little bit deeper into the word of God, into the messages that you're hearing each and every week. We hope that you apply it into your life because that is so important to us. That does it for this week, uh, but we'll see you again next Thursday right here on Between the Lines.